often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. Thank y'all for listening today, and I hope you're having a great week. I'm going to keep it all the way real. A sister is tired. (laughs) I am wore out. (laughs) I am so tired. I'm looking forward to this Thanksgiving holiday in the States uh, coming up next week because I need to take a break. (laughs) I need a time out. And I know y'all feel me. There's just a lot going on right now. We we got over this election. Now we're getting into the period of what's next. The new year is coming. Folks are freaking out over Christmas. What we going to do for Thanksgiving? And it's just a lot going on. And I feel it. And I am very tired. But I press on. I press on. Uh, you know, I th- thank God that he has given me the stamina and the energy to do what I need to do and to make it through the day. So I am grateful for that. So listen, today I am going to be talking about control and control issues. Control. I know y'all know that song from uh, Janet Jackson. But listen, before we get into that, let me say, if you do like what you hear today and you would like to work with me one-on-one for spiritual life coaching, a psychic medium, uh, excuse me, a psychic or mediumship reading or for some Reiki energy healing, then I invite you to book a session with me at roskincaid.com. In addition to that, I am running a holiday special on my services as well as offering gift certificates at discounted prices uh, now through the end of the year. So take advantage of those if you would like to book a session with me or you would like to gift a session to a loved one or to a friend. Also, I just released some more free content on my website uh, last week. So head on over to roskincaid.com to download my latest freebie called 10 Practices to Master Your Energy. And how timely, since we are in that time of season where um, we are around a lot of people, we are thinking about what's next. Um, you know, some of us have been overworking, even with working from home and being, you know, quarantined or or self uh, social distance. Still, it's it's a lot to lot to deal with, and we we have to um, take take care of ourselves. You know, we have to take better care of ourselves. And um, I just wanted to offer um, some some content to to the world. And um, give you some practices, some simple practices to help you manage your energy, to master your energy, to help you keep on keeping on. So I am going to also be a guest speaker on December 7th at the Rays of Healing Church monthly online meeting. I'm very excited about that and very grateful for that opportunity. Visit the Rays of Healing Church's website um, at, I believe it's uh, www.raysofhealingchurch.org. Also check out their meetup group for more information on that event. I'm very excited to be talking about the blessing of being. Um, oftentimes, and even I've listened, I'm not talking to y'all about anything that I don't experience myself. So oftentimes we find ourselves or I find myself, um, just in the rat race, just doing and doing and doing and going and going and going, pushing through my to-do list. And in the doing, you miss the stillness, you miss the quietness, you miss the calm of just being, you, you miss 
the blessing of just being an authentic person and just being in your body for a few moments and just being still and being quiet and getting to know your thoughts. And I know some of you, I, I, I already heard it. I know somebody out there is saying my thoughts, my mind is a scary place. Well, shine a little light up in there. <laughs> Maybe it needs a little light. So yes, be sure to uh, check that out. Be sure to sign up and uh, join me online December 7th. Uh, Reiki, uh, Reiki, <laughs> Rays of Healing Church online meeting at, and that's going to be at 7.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time as well. So you can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz to stay connected and learn more all about the, the great things that I'm doing that I'm going to be offering in 2021. I'm planning to do a lot of, a lot of great things. So I mentioned Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving uh, holiday is next week here in the U.S. And although many of us do take the time during uh, this time of year to reflect on what to be thankful for. I mean, I say don't just wait to the end of the year to do that. I mean, don't 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 just wait till now to decide to be grateful and thankful. I mean, do it as often as you can. You know, uh, you know, if you you're not a person of many words, uh, a kind gesture will do. You know, my sister was here visiting us um, over the weekend this past weekend, and it was just really good to be amongst family, be amongst um, people who get it and to just chuckle and laugh and reminisce. And we listen, we had us a, a good old time just eating and laughing and, and just being in each other's space and being in each other's energy. I tell you what, I, listen, me and my sister gave the best Jodeci concert in the car on the way uh, from my aunt's house. And, and there's nothing like those moments. And that's why I say, don't wait. Don't wait to just Thanksgiving or or Christmas or some holiday to have those moments with the people that matter most to you. Do it all the time. You know, do, do it all the time. Do it as often as you can. You know, an attitude of gratitude, whether it be through deed or word, is one of the biggest ways to speed up your manifestation process. Being grateful for what you have and even what you don't have yet. Um, is is a surefire way to pull that vibration to you of whatever it is that you want. So just try it out and see how it works for you. And hell, if nothing else, just be grateful. You know, being grateful is, will change your, your perspective. It'll change your conversation. And again, I can't stress, you know, enough. Don't wait. You have to wait to Thanksgiving to be thankful for the people in your life or, you know, the things that you have in your life. You know, that's don't do that. Don't wait. Do it now. Do it anytime. So let us get into this conversation for today about control. Um, you know, um, control is has been a, a major struggle for me personally in my life. And, and I'm sure that it can trace back to something in my childhood, something, you know, way back there, something I need to do some inner child work on. But I have struggled with the issue of control <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and, um, and what it looks like for me is um, perfectionism. And yeah, I could attribute it to me being a Virgo rising, wanting to have everything, you know, the perfect way all all the time. But 
outside of that, there's something there's something major there that blocks me from just, you know, living life at ease and 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 being okay and accepting what is and accepting, you know, certain people for who they are and not trying to change somebody or not trying to fix somebody or not trying to manipulate, you know, the situation to to fit what it is that you need for whatever reason. And we're going to get into, you know, what's what's at the root of that. But yeah, I just wanted to first of all share that, you know, everybody struggles with control. Everybody struggles with wanting things to be perfect. Well, most people, I ain't going to say everybody because you don't want to generalize, but it's a common thing. Wanting to be in control, you know, not wanting to be controlled or or wanting to shape your life uh, in a way that that is that has some level of perfection and that's okay there's nothing wrong with wanting things to be done right but when you're doing it to the point of you're oppressing somebody else or you are altering who you are to elicit something out of someone else then then therein lies the problem and so i want to talk about what control looks like just in case you didn't know because it takes on many, many forms. Um, hmm, I just got something. But anyway, I'll share it later. But what control looks like is being overly dramatic or being overly emotional. You know, taking it, you know, taking the emotion way too far, falling out. <laughs> you know how and, and I'm and I'm liking this to my three year old. Like she, she knows exactly <laughs> what to do to get what she wants. Like she, she picked that up real early and she knows that if she cries loud enough or cries hard enough <laughs> or screams loud enough, that it's going to get on my nerves to the point where here, take what you want and hush. Be, I need you to be, just stop crying. Just please <laughs> just, just stop screaming, please. And so I think that as adults, we, we, we display that same tantrum behavior when things don't go our way, when we don't get what we want, you know, and quite honestly, we got to stop doing that. You know, we, we got to, it's t- we're too big for that. We really are. We, we're a little bit too getting too old and too long in the tooth to be having tantrums when instead, wouldn't it be more beneficial to evaluate what that is to evaluate why that bothers you so much that that person didn't do exactly what you said do, you know, as a, as a coach and, uh, um, you know, just a mentor and a, and a psychic medium, people come through my door all the time, want answers, you know, wanting, want advice, you know, come in, want to do the work and want guidance and you give them the information you give them the you give them the guidance and they turn around and go do something else. Now how how would that feel for me if every time I gave out my good advice and the person doesn't take it that I fall out all the time? Like I would be out of business to be honest with you. Because here's the deal. <laughs> you <laughs> you cannot control anybody. You especially an adult. A a a clear-minded adult. And sometimes they don't they're not 
as clear-minded as you think, but still, an adult who is responsible for themselves, who has the, the wherewithal to think for themselves and to choose for themselves, has the cognitive process to do all of those things. You can't tell a grown person what to do. Now, kid, that's different because you're a parent and, you know, there is some form of control that you need to exert over the child until they learn to um, manage themselves and they know right from wrong. But I'm talking about an adult. I'm not talking so much a three-year-old, but I'm talking about an adult. And when an adult doesn't go your way, falling out and crying and carrying on, oh my God, listen, that's not going to do anything. (laughs) That's not going to do anything positive for the situation. So it looks like overly emotional or, or overly dramatic to, to manipulate somebody to change their mind about a decision or, or about you. I, sp- I just spoke on this one. Perfectionism. Wanting every little thing to be just right so that, you know, either, I don't know, either you don't look bad or the situation doesn't look bad or there isn't, you know, you're trying to uh, c- control a certain perspective or or not a perspective, but a, um, a certain um Lord, what's the word I'm looking for? Is Mercury in retrograde? Um, perception. Thank you. Whew. To control a certain perception or be perceived in a certain way. You know, it's like um, not letting people come over to your house pre-COVID times, of course. Not letting people people come over to your house, and because you know you got all your all your laundry laid out. Now, I wouldn't suggest, <laughs> you know, you entertain company with your house looking a mess. But at the same time, it's like you don't have any mess. Like you got a few shoes laying out. I mean, you got a, a couple of dust bunnies that, it, you know, that are normal. But not having friends and family over because you just so obsessed about things being perfect or um, or even just. Things being out of order or you having to be perfect. Let's just use that as an example. You feeling like you have to be perfect in order to um, get what it is that you want from people. See, some of this all has the underlying theme of a manipulation tactic. You you do something so somebody else does something for you or you do something to keep somebody at a certain place or status in your life. So everything has to be perfect. And when it's not, you you get in hives, you get all tense and tight in the chest and in the, in the back. And all of that is really for nothing. It's not for nothing, but you don't have to experience that. Another one withholding love or affection now i will say that i am uh i I struggle with this (laughs) when i'm mad i'm mad damn it (laughs) and when i'm mad don't come over here trying to be sweet no i do not want to talk to you i will tell you tell y'all right now me and my husband had a little a little situation this morning he snapped on me and i ain't like it (laughs) so i didn't answer his phone call this morning when he called, called me back that is a form of control on a serious note. That is a, me withholding my attention, me withholding my my affection, me withholding my love from him just because he he spoke out about something he didn't like or he, he had a natural reaction to something that I was doing. 
that's that's a form of trying to keep somebody in their place. And that's not that's not right. That doesn't build authentic relationships. That doesn't build um authentic connections because then you got the other person thinking that they can't really be who they are because you're going to take something away from them. And it really starts to now that I think about it, I feel like it starts to create this pattern of uh, codependency within people, you know, and it just perpetuates the vicious cycle of I got to be and do a certain way um, in order for this person to love me or to give me their attention. And and it further, you know, perpetuates the, the limiting belief that I'm not good enough. And see, a lot of that can be a projection of what you feel on somebody else. Another uh, uh, form of control is just being cold and aloof. And, you know, like you don't care or just um, emotionally unavailable. And I can see this um, in, in, in dating situations um, where, you know, you're, you're dating somebody, but for whatever reason, you want them to prove to you that they're worth your time and worth your energy or worth them having a space in your life. So you, you withdraw, you know, you don't open up to them. You don't be vulnerable to, to that person, especially after you've kind of gone through this vetting process where, you know, they can be trusted with my emotions and you just, and I'm not talking about people who are just fresh off. We have only been on one day. I'm talking about people who are in partnership and relationship you're 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 exclusively dating, but you're still being cold and aloof and just distant, and like you just again withholding to get a to prove a point or to test and see somebody's loyalty to you. Like that doesn't make a lot. Of, anyway, uh, narcissism, making shit about you all the time, and and making making another person feel like they're doing something negative to you it's about your feelings and you 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 mine 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 me 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 my feelings my heart my it's exhausting just just being a straight up narcissist and making people feel like they have constantly done something to you to gaslight you or to hurt you whatever the case may be and you know that that kind of stuff backfire backfires on you that narcissism stuff, because if you keep doing it long enough, people going to get hip to the game and start to <laughs> start to walk away. I mean, look, look at the current U.S. president right now. As soon as people got the opportunity, they started sliding to the right, <laughs> like um, trying to disassociate myself from this madness. Same thing in everyday life. Like we have to clean up this, you know, get a, get a real handle on this control issue because believe it or not, you do need people in life. I can do it all by myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But how far are you going to get in life when you don't have the support of, uh, of family, friends, you know what I'm saying? When you don't have a, a real tangible support system, yes, spirit is going to, you know, do everything that they can to further you and to get you where you said you wanted to be in this lifetime, but you can't do it alone. Do remember that you asked to have this 
a human experience with other people, with a soul family. And to think that you can progress and 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 achieve a goal and learn a lesson in life outside of other people being involved is an error. So is is I think it might be a better move to do the work that you need to do that draws people to you that wants that causes people to want to to work with you and not move away from you. Like life is so much better when you have other people to experience it with and and you know continuing with these narcissistic behaviors and patterns where you're blaming people or you know always making it seem like somebody's doing something to you when that's not the real intention instead of kind of talking it out and communicating and understanding each person's perspective that's doing that kind of shit ain't gonna really get you too far is all I'm saying. I mean, again, I'm not trying to control nobody, but I'm just saying you got you got some options here. <laughs> um, being rageful or angry to um, manipulate people. Um, just, you know, the, the, the continual pop off to scare people like a scare. Use it as a scare tactic um, to get people to do what you say. You know, my dad was a a, a yeller. He hollered. <laughs> he hollered a, a lot. And it's, it's crazy because I find myself doing the same thing. I'm like, damn, I, I yell. I yell when I'm mad. And, and it's not, it, I sit here and chuckle, but it's not really funny because it's a pathology that I wish no longer to continue. Because what happens, what happened is that when my dad yelled a lot, it, 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 he intimidated me and he, he caused me to build up this fear of him, not, not, not a respectful fear, but it was a fear that I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to share with him what's going on with me. Cause he's going to yell. He's going to, he, he's going to pop off. He's going to get angry and don't nobody want to deal with that. No, nobody wants to, you know, when you're trying to be sincere and, and authentically uh, uh, connect with people and share your problems and your issues to kind of come to some common ground, hollering at, at somebody is not going to do it. As much as you want to, going off and, and being rageful and, and and throwing shit and just, you know, acting like a Tasmanian devil, is y'all, it can't be the way. Like, I, I hope somebody out here hears me that, that that can't be the way that you get what you want in life. I mean, do you, I mean, people are going to respond to you out of fear or they're not going to respond to you at all. That type of stuff creates resistance. And it, and it causes people to, you know, kind of be on guard all the time and, and be selective about their words. And, and even though that might be what you want from them, there's a, there, there's a better and gentler way to get to that place. There's a better way to get to that place. And you don't have to, you know, go all the way down into the depths of that low energy to get what it is you want. Listen, you win, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. I promise you. And listen, this is not uh, me saying that, oh, you shouldn't be angry or you shouldn't express anger. but and, and you should. That's a natural response. 
as a human, you know, a, a soul having a human experience, you're going to get pissed off at some stuff and you're going to yell at some stuff. But to do it in a way where you're trying to uh, um, make somebody do something or manipulate somebody to do something for you to you or be a certain way towards you, you know, it, it just doesn't work. Luckily, my daughter doesn't respond to that kind of stuff, really. I mean, she does, but mm -mm. <laughs> so it's like wasted energy anyway. Like, you know, y'all pray for me because I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it all the way real with you. Because, like, again, like I said last week, I deal with some of the same stuff y'all do, too. And it ain't always cute. And I'm me sharing my experiences with you is is a way for me to dig deep and, and be authentic and, and move through that stuff and grow through it as well. Shit, motherhood is hard. And, and a lot of this stuff comes up and it's real. And it, but, but let me tell you what's also real. It doesn't make me less of a mother or less of a person or less of a sister or a friend or a daughter because I have real emotions. I got real shit going on. So as I do the work, I'm sharing it with you too so that you can do it too. Let's see what else uh, control looks like. Oh, uh, giving unsolicited advice that comes off as judgmental. Like, who asked you? <laughs> who asked you? <laughs> you know, who, who asked you for your advice? And I don't know. I think you should. And you might want to think about that. Well, you know what? Um, I didn't ask you. <laughs> do me a favor. Don't do me no favors. But yeah, definitely. I think that we have to honor or, or start to try and honor where people are in their journey and offer advice when when they indicate they want it you know ask for permission that listen that's the one thing that's the key uh, uh tool that i use coming out of my spiritual life coaching um certification class is that when 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 you are working with people to you know to get them to their goals First of all, they know that they already know the answer. You you already know what the answer is. And me coming through with my advice and my insights are are just uh t in addition to what you already know and what you've already come up with. So, I think that it's helpful to get into the practice of asking people, "Do you want my advice?" and if they say no, okay, fine. Save it for yourself. It, the 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 advice you giving might be for you. And not, you know, and not being judgmental about people's choices and not being judgmental about whether they actually take your advice unsolicited or not. It's like um, <laughs> it's like uh, somebody asking to borrow money. You know, they ask, don't 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 give what you expect back. So it really doesn't become borrowed. It becomes a gift. And if you feel like that person can't pay you back, give it away. You know, sometimes you have to just leave it, put it on the table and just leave it. Just leave it. And let people do what they will with the information or the advice that, that you give them. Don't beat them over the head with it. Well, I told you, you should have. We do enough of that on our own. We, we have a, a, a enough of a critic talking in our ear to uh, 
to 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 last us a lifetime that we don't need anybody else doing it for us. Okay. Listen, it's time for a quick break. I'll be right back with more on control issues. Sit tight. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to Soul Healing Conversations, everybody. I'm your host, Bros Kincaid, and today I'm talking about control, control, control. Being controlling, control issues, allowing yourself to be controlled, all of that. So before the break, I was going over some uh, some indicators, I guess you could call it, of what control looks like. Because sometimes you might not even know you're being controlled. Sometimes you might not even know that you are being controlling. So I want to help you to identify because awareness is um, the first step to change. You need to know what's going on and need to know what needs to be changed before you can change it. So I had talked about uh, giving unsolicited advice and how that can come off as judgmental. And sometimes you just need to hold your peace um, to have peace and just let people figure their stuff out on their own. You know, sometimes with by you coming through with this unsolicited advice, you kind of block people 
And I said this last week. So here we go. So I must need to say it again because somebody must need to hear it. You actually block people from learning their lesson and working through their own challenges when you jump in front of the train and be like, wait, 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 don't do this. You shouldn't. You might not want to do that. You need to think about, I don't know, girl, you might want, you know, coming off as an old hater. <laughs> you know, you got to allow people to be who they are and hold your advice for another day because you give it to them now, one, they, they might not even hear you. They may not even hear you until they have reached a certain point in their own journey that they have had an awareness of what is going on in their life. So another thing um, that looks like controlling is overextending yourself or not being your true authentic self in exchange for someone else's love, attention, or affection. Hmm. Let that marinate. So this is, this is like, you know, if, if I do this for you, if I be this person for you, then you'll be this person for me. There's an exchange there to where if, if, if I'm not, if I'm not, uh, if I don't be outspoken towards you and, and say my true feelings to you, then you won't leave me. You won't think I'm too much. You won't be mad at me. You, you'll love me. You'll accept me if I, if I don't be who I really am. And that's, that's really hard. And that, that comes from a very, very deep place. And it can open up that wound of, um, I'm not good enough. Somebody told you they weren't good enough. Either they told you in, the, in word or they in their behavior that whoever you you truly are isn't good enough and you shouldn't be that so that I'll love you or not or not holding a boundary even you know not not being able to say no to to certain things or say you know hey I'm not going to be able to do it because if you <laughs> if you don't say no or if you if you say that you're not going to be able to do it for whatever reason then they'll love me. They'll think I'm great. They'll accept me. They'll they'll keep uh, uh, coming back to me for what I need because when I do for them, I get something out of it. Whereas you really have to look for that approval or acceptance within yourself. Do you accept yourself? Do you approve yourself? You know, if 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 that were the case, then you wouldn't have to uh, overextend or you know, not be yourself in order to get somebody to like you. Like I could always tell um, when, when, when somebody who I've befriended was not being authentic. Well, I'm, well let me just say it like this because I'm, I'm going to just put it out there. So I could always tell when I would befriend a white girl and she would quote unquote try to act black or try to, you know, speak black or whatever that is, I'm, <laughs> you know. I could always tell that she wasn't being authentic. And I'm like, girl, you can you just be you and let me see who you are so that I can make a, a judgment call or, or a decision as to whether or not I want to continue being friends based on fact instead of you dancing around with this facade and trying to be who you think I need you to be? Like, you don't have to do that. 
with people. Like I, they didn't have to do it with me. And I, and I just broke down one day and told a friend like, girl, stop. Like, you know, you, you don't talk like that. You don't act this way. And you don't have to prove to me that, you, you know, you're down to be a friend. Just be who you are. Stop with the game. Stop, stop with the act. You know, stop with the performance. Because I guarantee you somewhere along the lines, somebody somewhere told this person, you know, if you act like that around them or around her, she's not going to accept you or, or, or whatever the case may be. And that's just not true. That, that's just not true. And that's a, a limiting belief that we really have to break free from is that I don't have to be a certain way. I can be exactly who I am in all this fullness and still be okay because maybe the person that doesn't accept me for who I am has the problem and the problem isn't me maybe the light that I'm shining you know exposes some things in the other person and now now I'm not saying that they're you know everybody's perfect and there's nothing wrong with you you know but but and there are things that you know we can definitely work on hence this conversation but you don't have to completely change your identity, <laughs> change your whole, you know, your hairstyle and the way you talk and the way you shift and move in the world just to be accepted by somebody, just to win somebody else's love and affection or their attention. Just because you think that's that's what's going to bait them or hook them into you because you're missing something. If you really want to talk about it. Because if you're looking, looking for somebody to give you the love, attention, and affection that you need on the outside, then what you going to do when they walk away? There is no perfect human, and people are going to make choices and make decisions. And one of those decisions may be, I don't, don't want to be your friend no more just for whatever reason, just because the sky's blue. I don't know. What, what are you left with when that person is no longer in your life? Avoid the the same void that you walked into the relationship with or the friendship with. So it's it's better for you to seek that or create that that love, that attention, that affection for yourself instead of looking to these external places for what it is you need. So moving on. So if someone is resisting you or they are uh, giving you, you know, returning some anger back to you or they're shutting down or they're fighting back. That might be a sign that they feel controlled and they just don't know how to say it or they are fearful of your reaction or your response to them speaking the truth. Um, neediness. Being, somebody being needy is also a sign of control. And what neediness says is that I need to be in, <laughs> it says exactly what it says. I need to be in control. I need to be in control in order to keep, um, keep my environment stable and safe. You know, it, it's your experience a need to control when you encounter a needy person. There, there's some kind of fearfulness there 
that speaks to that person that says that if I if I if I continue to go to this person as a source that I can have all that I need, I can have all that I want, and then I'll feel safe. See, it's that, it's again, it's that exchange. It's that exchange. If I do or be A, B, and C, then in return, I'll get A, B, and C. So let me keep going. Let me keep checking my phone. Let me keep, you know, tabs. Let me keep asking this person. Let me continue to be present in their life so they don't forget about me so that they continue to give me what I need. It's a vicious cycle. It's, it's a very vicious cycle. And, 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 and in order for us to really move forward in life, we really, really have to get this under control. And so what is, what is at the root of all of this? I actually already said it, fear. Just like with anger, the root to anger is, is hurt and pain. But with control, it's fear-based. It's fear-based, it's fear that if, if I don't control, then my life is go not going to be the same. If I don't control, then I won't be comfortable. If I don't control, then they're going to hurt themselves to the point where they're no longer in my life providing for me what I expect them to because I don't, for whatever reason, don't want to provide it for myself. Can't, won't, whatever. But let me tell you something about fear, though. This is this is what you guys got to understand about fear and, and any kind of shadow aspect, fear, overwhelm, shame, pain, all of that, all of that is there to protect you. It's there to protect you from making any mistakes. It's there to protect, um, you know, perception is there to, to protect you. And I'm and having fear is not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing when you understand its purpose. And it's okay to be scared. And when when the fear comes up, it takes practice to switch your response to, oh, let me control. Let me let me keep things the same. Let me keep everything safe. But to understand what it what its what its message is. And in coaching, you know, what we do is we do some voice dialogue with fear. You know, we kind of talk through fear, give it a voice, let it speak. And we learn how to integrate fear. Because, again, fear is there to protect. It's, it's just like the ego is there to protect. And so when we give permission to fear for it to just be what it is, and kind of accept what it's trying to offer us. And, 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 and some, some days you will say to fear, thank you, but no thank you. I think I'm good. Thank you for uh, letting me know, you know, to watch out. But I think I'm good. Honoring fear. Allowing it to have uh, its full presence. Not to the point where it debilitates you or where it um, it causes you this 
uh, fight or flight response, but listening to it, pause, listen to it. That's what it wants. It actually wants to help you from, you know, doing things that you don't need to do or slowing down to really evaluate all options to make informed decisions, to look at all the angles of the situation, you know, to, to really get you to look at it, to evaluate your belief system. Like, where does that fear come from? Is it, is it abandonment? Is it loss? Is it a, a poverty mindset for some of you who are, you know, struggling with money? Fear wants to be wants to be intimate with you and it, it wants to be understood and it wants to be integrated, not to be used as a as a vice of control. Right. So what can we do? There's always a what can we do <laughs> to overcome uh, our controlling tendencies or habits, actually. Well. First of all. We need to learn how to communicate. Communication is, is really key. You have to communicate what it is that you want. And, and communicate it in an effective way that it doesn't cause resistance. You know, it's like a, a massage. When you go when when your massage therapist goes in for the massage and you got one of the newbies who, you know, really don't have good hands <laughs> and they kind of just go in abruptly your muscles are going to seize up and your muscles are going to resist that and it's going to resist um relaxation in order to release that you know that that ball of tension or, or energy or whatever is causing you discomfort so you got to take a, a a gentle approach and maybe part of this communication is taking a step back and really thinking about well shit, what is that i that i want what is it that I really want from this person? The way we go about doing that is, okay, first acknowledge the person. And I'm, and I'm talking about in, in, a, in a relationship, whether that be business, personal, friendship, you know, uh, married couples, date, whoever. First of all, try to acknowledge the person for who they are, what they are what they bring to the table, and what they do. Remember, you win, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. And everybody wants to be patted on the back and acknowledged for what they do and appreciated. And acknowledgement is a, is a way to do that. So once you've acknowledged the person, given some acknowledgement, then what you do is Share what it is that is challenging for you. What, what's, what's making your life so damn hard right now? Say what it is. And be honest about that. You know, if you're struggling to get things done or to maintain all of these plates in the air that you're juggling, then say that. Say what it is. Be vulnerable and say, look, I'm over here on the struggle bus and I'm, I can't do all of this. And then ask for what you need. So, for example, if 
I need help around the house. And I need my husband to, and, and, I'm, and I'm just using this for example, my husband helps out tremendously around this house. He does a lot. But if, if I were in the case, if it were the case where I needed him to be on top of a little bit more around the house, help me keep, keep this house clean, I would approach him and say, hey, look, I know you do a lot for the family. I know you do a lot around here. You work hard. You know, you work late, whatever. I really appreciate you for doing that. But, you know, I'm really struggling to keep this house clean. There's a lot going on. I do a lot and I'm just struggling. And can you help me? Can you get these dishes? Can you bust them suds? <laughs> can you vacuum for me? Can you help me fold some laundry? That would really help me to get some things done around here. Because pe really people want to feel needed. And that's exactly what you're saying in that scenario. It's like, I need your help. And so also, once you ask for what you need, accept whatever the answer is. Because remember, everybody has the freedom to choose yay or nay. Always keep in mind that the other person, just like you, gets to decide yes or no. Everybody has a choice. And so whatever that choice is, you, you gotta you have to accept it. They say no, no, I ain't got time. Whatever the case is. <laughs> no, I don't have time to fold these damn clothes. Whatever the case is. Okay, thank you for listening. You have done your job. You have taken care of yourself. You have done what you needed to do. Now, all the huffing and the puffing and the slamming and you're throwing your body around and going off. Think about how that's going to go. Think about if that's going to get you what you want. It might get you what you want eventually, but it's going to be some tension in the air afterwards. And then you got another problem that you're going to need to work through. You are left with the problem because now you popping off because somebody said no. You do it. <laughs> Take matters into your own hands. Be accepting of the fact that everybody has a choice. And the other person gets to say yes or no. That's the beauty of free will. You can do whatever you want. Just like I can ask for some help. You get to say no or yes. So try, try experimenting with what it would be like to just let things be. What would it be like to just let the chips fall where they may? What would it be like if you didn't give advice without, you know, without somebody asking? What would it be like if you bore witness to somebody's experience without jumping in, without trying to save somebody? Maybe they don't need saving. Maybe maybe they don't maybe that's part of their lesson. Maybe that's part of their journey. Maybe it's part of their growth to experience the consequence of their their actions, the consequence of of um their decisions. How much stress would it take off of you if you just let it be? Let them go on. Let them do whatever. But but there's a way to still be supportive 
and let people live their own life. And you trying to, instead of you trying to put your hand out there and be like, no, no, stop. Don't do that. Let it happen. Well, but just see what would happen. I want y'all to try this and just see what would happen. What comes up for you when you just let it happen? You just not turn a blind eye, but just stop jumping in where you don't need to jump in. Stop trying to control. And how would the relationship with the other person change if you just let them, if you let them be them and you let yourself be yourself? What, how would that change? Would, that, would it be more harmonious? Would, would there be more support? How would it change? What pressure would it take off of you to not have to worry with what they doing? How they going to fix it? Oh God, I hope they make the right decision. Well, if they don't, they'll be all right. As long as nobody gets hurt. This is what I say. Nobody, as long as nobody gets hurt or lands in jail, we're doing okay. Just let it be. Give yourself the gift of peace. Like, how much peace do you have when you're trying to play puppet master and trying to control or, you know, trying to adjust who you are to to manipulate somebody into giving you what it is that you want. Why don't why try focusing on what it is that you can give to yourself? Try that. And again, always keep in mind that the other person, just like you, gets to decide yes or no. Everybody has a choice. And when you attempt to control somebody, you steal that from them. Turn that mirror on to yourself. What, what, if, what if the shoe were on the other foot? How would you feel? So I'm out of time for today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I hope you enjoyed this topic. Uh, connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz. Let me know how, how y'all like the show today. And what other topics you'd like to hear uh, me discuss on the show? You can also find out more about what I'm doing and get more free content there on my social media sites. Also, be sure to visit my website, roskinkade.com, to download my tips for managing your energy. Guys, meet me back here next Wednesday. Well, not next Wednesday. Wednesday, December 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific for another episode. Joining me as a returning guest is psychic medium Monique Mosher. Um, It will surely be a fun, fun time with Monique. We're going to be talking about attachments. So until next time, y'all be safe, stay connected, keep doing the work to heal and transform. And happy Thanksgiving to those of you in the States. Much love, you guys. (music) Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.